0: Well, Ulysses, an important series for the Rays going up against the Baltimore Orioles. I guess every series from here on out is important for this team.
1: Yes, and we will explain why this is the most crucial series of 2022 for this Tampa Bay Rays.
0: You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Rays, And you can email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail. Dot .com All right, the Rays had an off day on Thursday to lick their wounds after that two-game sweep at the hands of the Milwaukee Brewers. So now the Rays are back at Tropicana Field and facing the Orioles who are as of this recording have the same record believe it or not this late into the season as the Rays at 58 and 52. we'll see uh, what happens after the Royals face uh one game against the Red Sox tonight but regardless uh the Orioles uh, since getting rid of Trey Mancini and Jorge Lopez and then adding Brett Phillips they are on a roll of all rolls going six and one since the August 2nd trade deadline and I mean, it. they've done it in multiple fashions. They've won pitcher's duels. They've blown teams out. They've won close games. Uh, it's not like they've, you know, had a ton of world beaters there. But, hey, they're, they're doing their part as far as staying in the wild card and playoff chase and uh, right there fighting for the third spot in the AL East.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like damn Paul Revere, uh, yeah. except nobody – Nobody gave a damn uh, about a month and a half ago when, when, you know, we were saying, don't look now, but the Orioles are coming. This offense needs to step it up. This mm-hmm. team is kind of playing a little bit over 500, but not really. We said it. Go, go check the tape, people. Go check the tape. And we were talking about, you know, the, the, the people that are always so positive and putting their their, hand in the, their head in the sand. Look where we are right now. It's yeah. August 11th and you just said it. The Orioles have the same record as the Rays. I know the injuries, if I hear injuries, okay, I get it. The Rays have been decimated by injuries. And of course it takes a, a, a toll on on the production. We know. But that doesn't mean that then the people that are on in the lineup can't produce. They're there for a reason, right? And if And if the people that are there are not producing, maybe the front office needs to step up and say, maybe we need to call up somebody. Maybe we needed to make a trade here or there, um, because it seems like again, Paul Revere, two months ago, we said it seems like their 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 plan. I believe the the episode, by the way, was called "Is the front office to blame?" Uh, I think we said it seems like the the. the the role of the front office right now is to hurry up and wait. We'll just have to wait until they get better. You guys can cash. You're going to have to deal with, you know, the lineups that you're putting out there. Cause we're not doing anything. We got to wait. And that's been the whole season. So now we're at a critical stage on August 12th through 14th, where the series is tied with the Orioles eight to eight. You have only these three more games. Guess what? Must win series, Kevin. Do you know what happens if there are they are tied at the end of the season uh, for the wild card spot, Kevin? Do you know what happens then? Uh, Baltimore would have the advantage only if they win the season series. So. If you were telling me, if you're still the ostrich race fan that is like, oh, it's going to be fine. Gosh, man, Margot Ramirez and Franco are going to be back and they're going to be hitting 900 OPS. God, why are you freaking out? Okay, sure. If they win this series and they're tied at the end of the the season, the Orioles win the series. Guess what? The Orioles get it. They get the playoff berth. Why? Because of the head to head matchups. There is no game one, six, three that does not exist in 2022 MLB. That does not exist. So again, the most crucial series, you have to win this head to head matchup because you've lost other uh, head to head matchups. For example, the twins, that's, that's uh, one that, you know, we, we kind of didn't mention, but they, they lost that one.
0: Uh, And just winning games in general against team, again, not saying the Orioles are a bad team by any means, but um, it's not like uh, it's going to get very much easier for the Rays here on out. So you've got to get the wins when and where you can. Now, uh, the Rays are rolling out Corey Kluber, Shane McClanahan, and Drew Rasmussen. I quite frankly don't really know what the Orioles plan to do as far as their pitching matchups, I guess Austin Voth will be used in one of those games, which, I mean, it's like the curse of Austin Voth. Every time the Rays face that guy, it's a, it's an L pretty much. But you would think with those three starting pitchers that the Rays should be able to uh, pull out two of three, but you can't just assume anymore. Now, it's what worries me about this series is... I could totally, totally see, given that Brett Phillips will have a homecoming, literally and figuratively, I guess, uh, I could see a big, big Brett Phillips moment. I could see a a walk-off transition-level play. I could see something big, a big moment or two from Phillips that changes the tide, not only wanting to get back against the team that DFA'd him, but it's Brett Phillips, man.
1: The guy's made of magic. I mean, he's got clutch. Uh, that clutch gene. Uh, we 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 are clutch believers in this podcast. So if you don't, I guess then muffle your your ears for a little bit. The guy's clutch, man. The guy has that that gene, and and some guys do, some 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 don't. I uh, I'm I understand where you're coming from. I really hope that the three horsemen, which uh, you're, you're you're throwing out your best three right now. I, I know right. Jeffrey Springs could. Could have a a say there into being the top three, but I will give it to Drew Rasmussen. Again, he was my pick at, at preseason of, of being the best pitcher um, for the staff. But Kluber, McClanahan, and uh, and Rasmussen, you gotta hope that they they show out and and the offense just you're you're back home. You had your off day. Let's go mm-hmm. get it. But I'm I'm worried, honestly, not on Brett Phillips, but on Adley Rutschman. I mean, this guy yeah. has turned it on such a way. I mean, look, his slashing 253, 366 on base, 433 slug. That's a 799 OPS. If you look at the team leaders, he would lead the team in on-base percentage if he had the at-bats. Yeah. He would be second uh, in OPS if he had the at-bats. And he is second currently in walks by one Anthony Santander has 36 he has 35 I mean yeah. this guy is going to be really fun to watch and we caught him at a red hot period I um it, it's no don't, don't take this for granted people
0: yeah no he's a he's a transcendent talent and he's going to be a pillar of this Orioles franchise for years to come in fact I wouldn't be surprised to see if uh, they work out some sort of long-term extension in the offseason, considering what he does, not just offensively, but behind the plate at a big time important position and the leadership quality. Like this is a guy that you can legitimately build around. And then you add in the fact of all the pitching prospects that the Orioles have on the come up. Like he could he is probably in addition to um the Orioles probably, you know, to prove their wrong, but Rushman, since he got called up, it, it kind of gave everybody else a push and a boost and gave the fan base a push as well. So he's sort of I mean, in a way, he's the, I think you could consider him to be their Wander Franco, right? I mean, in, in yeah uh in some sense. So and you know what? I I'm glad you bring him up because look, the Orioles, I don't know if they do anything super outstanding outside of the bullpen. I mean, you look up and down the roster, it's not like you see all-star after all-star or uh, super uber-talent player after uber-talent player, but they've just got a solid ball club. It it sort of reminds me of some of those old teams of yesteryear where maybe not necessarily a lot of star power, but a lot of contributors. I mean, up and down the order, they, they, they have a combination. They have just enough power. They have just enough speed. They have just enough defense. They have just enough pitching sort of we'll see if that keeps up i mean just enough to maybe get there
1: if you're a race fan and you listen to how you describe this orioles team for the last 60 seconds that's the race that's the you've just described the rays when they're doing well yeah, they might not have a whole bunch of all-stars, but everybody has their role. Everybody is just a good overall player. They pitch well, they defend well, they they score enough runs, they don't make silly mistakes. That's You were just describing the race. One guy can be the hero on Tuesday, it's the other guy on Wednesday. That's a team. That's a team. And you yeah. know what? If, you, if, you, if you're looking for a team that can help you if you're struggling with a bloated belly or uncomfortable digestive issues, or maybe you're feeling tired and sluggish and it's not the race lack of offense, well, there's a good chance you might have an overworked liver. So thanks to dietizing processed foods and exposure to thousands of harmful toxins, that's what's happening to you. So their solution is simple. You need to cleanse and gently detoxify your liver. And you can do that with liver health formula from Pure Health Research That can help you right now. Liver Health Formula combines eight powerful nutrients such as turmeric, beet, and artichoke extract to gently detoxify your liver. Restore comfortable and regular digestion, reduce the belly bloat, and fill your days with renewed energy. As a listener of our show, you can try liver health formula risk-free today and get a free bottle of Curb Fit with your order. CurbFit is a safe and all-natural appetite suppressant, making it easy to say no to naughty foods. This makes it the perfect complement to liver health formula. You can go to getliverhelp.com slash MLB to learn more. I'll say it again. That's getliverhelp.com slash MLB to try liver health formula completely risk-free.
0: Before we move on to a segment we haven't done in a couple weeks, how's that X-ray doing? Uh do you think the Rays win this series? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. What's your
1: confidence level 1 to 10 of them winning this series? I'm going with a 7 because of the starting pitching. Again, anybody that's on on the Twitter machine and Instagram like you know oh the bullpen oh the star you're focusing on the wrong thing it's the offense for bleep's sake it's the offense who's at fault the pitching if we yeah. didn't have this pitching staff, we wouldn't be right here. we would be where the Red Sox would be in the cellar right it's not the pitching's fault.
0: I mean, it's as easy as just looking at the stats, looking at the numbers at the end of the day. Where's the Rays' team ERA, and where's the Rays' runs scored in other offensive components? Yeah. In totally different directions. Like Pitching is top five, and offense is bottom seven for all intents and purposes. Um, Quick question as well, following up on that. Confidence level one to ten of the Rays' Finishing above the Orioles in the AL East.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I got to root for my boys, of course. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go eight. But there is one guy in those three horsemen that we mentioned earlier, Kluber, Rasmussen, and Shane McClanahan. I would have my magnifying lens on Shane McClanahan because he has struggled his last two outings. Yeah. Ten and two third innings pitch, 13 hits, nine earned runs, three walks, only seven punchies. So he has had a rough go the last two outings, you know, for his standard and what he wants right. to pitch and what we've seen him pitch like. So he's always pitched really well against the Orioles. So he's back home. Let's hope that he can turn a page and and just give us like a really good seven strong innings. Uh, and, yep. and, you know, you save the arms, you save the bullpen and, and you get your team in a position to win uh, because again, This is the most crucial series this team has had in 2022.
0: Yeah. And and some of that could be the dog days of summer and, uh, Shane McClanahan, you're, you're working deep into the season when you throw seven innings and you have the pressure of, Hey, you're our savior, right? I mean, you're going to get us through Mm -hmm. this, right? And that adds up and builds up over time. I mean, Corey Kluber hasn't, he's had better moments, uh, earlier than this season. That's for sure. Uh, X-Ray, who do you want to spotlight today?
1: Real quick, I'll just go with a guy who's had uh, a lot of success and is friends with a locked-on Astros, Mr. Ryan Stanek. Ah. Uh, He uh, has been on their show. He's a really nice guy. If you haven't had a, a chance to listen to that interview... Go uh, make sure to check that out. In 39 innings this year, he has 43 punches, a 118 whip, 115 ERA in 42 games. He has struggled a little bit uh, post All Star uh, break, but overall, this is a tremendous season for Ryan. And you know, he's one of the the, the first openers in all of baseball, so yes. we, we'll always have him um, in a in a very nice spot in our heart for for Rays fandom.
0: Do you remember the particulars of the Rays trading Ryan Stanek, the players involved in that?
1: Jesus Sanchez, Nick Anderson, and Trevor Richards.
0: You got it. I think that's all of them. Yeah. There we go. Um, Yeah, usually uh, the Astros and Rays seem to be targeting similar types of pitchers. That seems to be a theme going on for sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. The guy that I want to spotlight is an offensive player, and he's doing very, very well this season, and it's kind of surprising to some out there in the baseball sphere as to why he wasn't traded by this team at the deadline. Ray's great. C.J. Krohn. He is still kicking around. 23 homers, 80 RBIs, 279 batting average, 331 on base percentage, 847 OPS. Now, I should note as to the questions as to why he wasn't traded he's in a multi-year deal with the Rockies relatively inexpensive 2 years and 14 and a half million so he should be around next year i mean i don't know if the rockies expect i mean if they think they're going to contend next year with expanded playoffs who knows right or but it it, it also is the rockies i mean who knows what they're doing half the time like they're kind of ass backwards as far as that's concerned but cj crone i mean i, I still can't uh, has has it ever been explained as to why the rays dfa'd him and didn't really get anything in return after what was a tremendous tremendous season like he was one of the best dh's in all of baseball <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was uh that was an odd one. I mean, I, you could see it in September when they really started just giving a lot of more at bats to G show. You're like, hmm, something's cooking yeah. here. Maybe they don't like something. Um, I, the defense could it be that they only saw him as a as a DH guy? They saw G Man as a possible first base and DH type. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at his numbers though, home and away splits this year. And boy, he's really taking care of of, of stuff in Coors Field. But when you take him out of Colorado, he's batting 230, a 295 on base, a 392 slug. That's a 687 OPS. Mm-hmm. So he's handling business in Colorado. But when you take him out of Colorado, he, uh, well, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, he's better than Taylor Walls. But, uh, right. you know, he's, uh, he's, he's kind of struggling. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: And it's not like, oh, CJ Crone. I mean, it's not like, obviously, this isn't the first time that he's had, he hasn't had necessarily a year as good as this, but this is his first time playing in Colorado. It's not like, oh, he's only he can only produce in Colorado. Like, right. He produced in a Rays uniform. He produced in a Twins uniform. He produced uh, elsewhere as well for the Angels for a period there, uh, which is interesting because the Rays acquired him for a player to be named later. And that player to be named later is Luis Renhifio. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Renhifio. yeah. But he yeah. is, for a player to be named later, he is doing really, really solid. Like he is a, he's a nice, nice little piece there for the yeah. Angels. He is, he's having a strong year this year and he's kicked it around the last handful of years. So you just never know. I don't remember, I don't recall. I mean, I, I, I wasn't, uh, you know, that tied into the prospect game back in twenty eighteen. But I don't recall uh Renifio being like, oh, he's one of the Ray's top five, top ten prospects. Like he, he sort that, of came on out of nowhere, no?
1: That's kind of what Lindsay Crosby said. Like it's just um the host of Locked On um MLU prospects. You know, it, it's fun to kind of see the ones that you didn't think were gonna make and make yeah. it and and Renifio is definitely one of those um good good for him i i you know again the the cj crone saga with the rays it's odd
0: it's uh yeah it's a head scratcher for sure um
1: i have and- a theory i have a theory but i won't say it on okay. the air i save just won't for,
0: save it for another time um yeah I, patreon I baby or
1: or or life or a live broadcast maybe that there. there we go yeah. that
0: that sh- uh that's good um he seems to tinker his swing a lot and he's got one of the more unique stances that you'll see in baseball where he's turned towards the pitcher and he's so upright with the hands high. I mean, it's almost, it's not quite as awkward as uh Tony Bautista's stance back in the day, but it's, it's quirky for sure, but it's working for him. Uh, and then he, he, he's always talked about, um, you know, leg kick and making it higher to improve his timing, but good for him. I remember he had a, yeah. 490 foot shot earlier this year. So, keep doing you and and maybe uh he'll he'll link his way into another multi-year deal. Uh and that would allow him to uh maybe buy some jewelry. And you should too. Yeah. You can make your moment sparkle with jewelry from blue bluenile.com. And going on right now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. We've told you about it before. It's where you can save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces. And 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in very discreet packaging that will not give away what is inside. So be sure to shop stress free and find your forever piece. To do that, go to Blue Nile B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E dot com today.
1: We'd also like to tell you about BetOnline.net, which is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered head to Bet online today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. Okay. It is a fun Friday episode, which means
0: we have baseball trivia and name that war Ulysses. What do you have for trivia today? i have war actually oh you have war oh my gosh i well i we both have war then <laughs> it's been a long week and a long couple weeks so we'll just double war this thing all right we'll so war, we'll uh, world war two so
1: there you go okay, we'll, we'll uh, flip
0: it around I, can, I could uh pull a uh a trivia but but let's just uh roll with the punches here and go war war
1: yeah let's let's have a, a couple a couple of wars here um i'll start with mine then uh can if you've never seen this show or this segment before name that wars where we take a player from the past and we try to guess his career baseball reference war so the player past player that uh, uh i'm going to ask kevin is carlos ruiz what is his oh my god baseball reference career war
0: Just to make sure we're talking about the same Carlos Ruiz. He was the Carlos Ruiz that won a championship with the Phillies in 2008? Correct. Yeah, that's all I remember about Carlos Ruiz. Um, I'm sure he was a solid ball player that played probably eight to ten years. Uh, Quite frankly, I don't know all that much more about him, so I'm just going to throw a random guess out there and say... Uh, his career war is uh
1: 9.4 we should tell you that you're incorrect you're incorrect okay. his career war is an impressive 22.5 wow. This guy just handled the mitt in an impressive way. The framing, the defensive uh, war really likes him. And his bat was not too uh, shabby. Uh, have you heard of this for a career uh, slash line? 264, a 350 on base, a 391 slug. So he was a 742 OPS guy behind the dish. That makes his OPS plus a 100. Yeah. Yeah give me that i'll take that from the behind the dish yeah he was uh pretty pretty good 71 bombs 22.5 war he was uh, a one-time all-star and like you said he did win one ring in 2008 with the philadelphia phillies interesting like 12 years yeah hey good for him he's got that pension
0: yeah, um uh, my name that war person former ball player here uh the Rays are playing the Orioles, so I figure, why not? The former Orioles player, that's your hint that I have for you. Uh, okay. Also, not the middle player, his name is J.J. Hardy. What is his career WAR?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. So he started with the Brewers, if I'm not mistaken, and then went to the Orioles and then finished off somewhere else. So I'm thinking he had a good 10-year career for like six years, he was like solid, like a three-war player. So that's 18. I'm going to go with 25. That's a really good guess,
0: and you're really close. Um, 28.1 is his career war. He played 13 years in the bigs, compiled 188 homers, 256 batting average, 688 RBIs. 714 OPS, 91 OPS plus. He was a silver slugger, two-time All-Star, and three-time Gold Glove. Uh, he also uh, hit 30 home runs in 2011 as a 28-year-old with the Orioles. That was a that was, I mean, for all intents and purposes, his best offensive year. But a guy, um, you know, there were certainly bigger, better named shortstops. Uh, during the yes. era of which he played, 2005 to 2017, but there was always a place for JJ Hardy during that period in that era of baseball, for sure.
1: Yeah, he was solid, man. He was solid. I mean, he, de- he definitely saw his peak with there and with the Orioles in 2011. But uh, he was a guy you did not want to face. Uh, that yes. that's for sure. And I did see some Brewer baseball um, in the mid 2000s. They were really good, and so like you know, I did see yes. some of it. And remember him being Brian being, Bron being, like, and yeah. Uh, you Prince Fielder, homers, of course. Ricky Weeks, uh, Corey yeah. Hart. Yeah. And a
0: good uh good core there. Uh by yeah. the way, th- this double war action gave me enough time to stall and follow up on the remember earlier this week we had the discussion about MVPs, guys who have won MVPs hitting fewer than twenty home runs in a season. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to bring that a little bit more full circle, and I'm going to go back in time a little bit. And, of course, this, this isn't a trick question where, you know, you name a pitcher or, you know, I'm including pitchers in this. But since 1979, since 1979, there have been six players who have won an MVP hitting fewer than 20 home runs in that season. Can you name half of them?
1: Pete Rose?
0: Incorrect. Strike one. And again, I'm discounting the 2020 60-game shortened season as well.
1: Ricky Henderson? Strike two. Ichiro?
0: Correct. That's one.
1: Who has won an MVP and hasn't had a lot of pop so they have to be really good with the glove they have to be fast but they have to be contact hitters so that their average is up I mentioned him I mentioned him this week and he won it I think in 2009 Dustin Pedroia Number two.
0: A couple of these are more old timers. Can you give me the years or no? Uh, 1979,
1: 1984. Uh, didn't I mean? I think this is wrong, but 1985.
0: Uh, the other one that's more modern is uh, let me see if I can find it I'm still here I'm trying to
1: search this because I know we did an, a comparison between Ryan Sandberg and Wander Franco 1995 okay so I won't know the 79 84 so 85 yeah I think Sandberg had more home runs and I think that was one of our, our things that we said that that Franco couldn't couldn't touch the home runs from Sandberg. Ninety five. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I I remember Klosky texting about this. Okay, so this doesn't count, but I know one name, Barry Larkin.
0: Oh no, it counts. I mean, I was just seeing if you had the recall too. So yes, Barry okay. Larkin is one of
1: them. Yeah. So that's. Uh, one. I'm going. So I'm going to my actual three would be Ryan Sandberg. That would be correct. Let's go.
0: He had 19, I believe in that year that uh, he won.
1: 1979, who is that? Can you tell me the team? Let me just have fun.
0: I will say this guy, I think he was in a Seinfeld episode or two, and he's also, I believe- Keith he Hernandez? Yes, Keith Hernandez. He batted 344 with 11 home runs in 1979. Look at that. But Okay, who was it missing? Uh, and who else is missing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know who this is or not. Willie McGee.
1: Willie McGee. Oh, Inter McGee's dad. Yeah, exactly. That's what and he has. I don't know much his much dad money. or his grandfather. Maybe, yeah, maybe his grandpa. His grandpa, yeah. his, his grandpa and that's he so 100%. Yeah, yeah. He, the, the work ethic is not there. Come on, Inter yeah. McGee, step it up.
0: So, no, cool. that's, uh, again, very few and far between of guys who have done that uh, now if you go further back i mean i could just keep going back and back and then it changes let's not the reflection. yeah you know you got rod Carew and thurman munson but in the last 40 years basically 50 years it's you know half dozen guys um all right thank you for listening and subscribing to the Locked on Rays podcast and making it your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you next week.